do Used to wake up playing GameCube Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose Can't choose what game system they use Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too We can watch anime all day and skip school Young legend, rap taking to a new level New medals for young kings who don't settle In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo I will never let go, gotta keep it red Got every single color joystick for the six bow I will never let go, gotta keep it red Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong, yeah, that's all I know I will never let go, gotta keep it red Keep it retro, keep it retro Never let go, keep it retro I'm the otaku king of hip-hop Y'all couldn't pull up on me at a pit stop Got the sonic ring, middle of my wristwatch Here, make the ring noise every time it tick-tock It's Young Bay, not Jenny from the block Gotta tell me when to start to the scene, like my name, Robocop, Robo. legendary maker <laughs> style's teeth, it's a pop, uh. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah, 6 yeah, you don't even know, yeah, Game Boy SP on the floor, yeah, room full of anime scrolls, one more, yeah, if she not an otaku, we cannot buy, we so retro, we play the Wii outside, I cannot hear ya, that's a far cry, DG anime retro, like, real with my big bro, playing Nintendo, I will never let go, gotta keep Joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Mega Man, Street Fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it retro. Yo, what's happening everybody, it's your boy Urs Mac, the mad scientist. And it's your boy Thanos Rick, we are back. Back again, what is happening man, look, we want to apologize, you know, for yesterday, I know you guys were expecting the show yesterday, but we had some, uh, we had some technical difficulties yesterday, so we couldn't pull off the show uh, yesterday morning. However, we are here today, and that's all that matters. And what what better way to start off the week and end the week? Actually, tomorrow because we're gonna actually do a show tomorrow, and we're actually uh, gonna stream tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Because yesterday, last night, Thanos Rick, shout out to Gary Witter. Um, Gary Witter is a former editor in chief of PC Gamer Magazine. And he actually uh, visited my Twitch stream last night, and he rated my stream. So basically, all of his viewers um, that was watching his stream, he brought all of them over to watch my stream because I was streaming uh, Super Star Wars for the SNES because it's Star Wars week. And so I beat Super Star Wars yesterday, last night. So if you just happen to miss the stream, go ahead and check it out. Um, tonight we will be streaming Super Empire Strikes Back and tomorrow we will be streaming Super Return of the Jedi all on SNES. Do you remember those games on Super Nintendo? Uh, vaguely. Vaguely. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, but yeah, these games were uh, this the best you could find as far as like Star Wars games. You can uh, you play the actual extended story of the Star the original trilogy, and you know it just adds a little bit, you know, a little bit of flair to the mix. If that makes sense. And with that, um. It, those games are super challenging too. You got, you know, constant respawning. So if you stay in one spot, it's going to keep respawning. It's not going to stop. So you run and gun, you play with Luke, uh, play with Han, you play with Chewbacca. Uh, as the story progresses to Empire Strikes Back and Return, you know, you might get Leia and whatever. And you get better with the lightsaber. So the lightsaber is not as powerful in Super Star Wars. So I didn't use it as much. I was using mainly blasters like the entire time. But um, in Empire, hopefully I can, we can use that lightsaber a little bit more. And Return of the Jedi, you have full use of the Force. Okay. okay. Can't wait, man. Can't so, wait. Blasters only, huh? Say it again. Blasters only, huh? Blasters only, man. That was your go-to. I, I had no choice, man. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have got Molly Bob. <laughs> I had no choice. Also, those blasters power up. So you can upgrade the levels of yeah. what comes out of those blasters. Fire, homing missiles, plasma cannons, and I forgot what the last one is. The last one is the most powerful one, and I ranked up to that. So it was easier to take out, you know, some bosses. I had I was using a lightsaber, because you can do the somersault lightsaber maneuver, where you can just, like, just do a frontless flip, and you know, you can attack the enemy, but honestly, it really doesn't work when you're fighting a boss of epic proportions, like an like a oversized boss. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work in your favor. At, at least with not, at least uh, with Super Star Wars, it doesn't. Hey man, as long as, you, as long as you beat it. As long as you long beat it. It's all good. It's all good. It, it, it's also, and BC says, man, Star Wars week? How the fuck did I mean not know this, man? I apologize. Hey, hopefully you can tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We play some Super Empire Strikes Back. Because that game, um, I did not, I never beaten Super Star Wars, and I beat that last night. I've beaten Return of the Jedi, um, but it's been so long since I've done it. Um, but I haven't beaten Super Empire Strikes Back because there is a level that I always get stuck at with Han Solo. And I gotta figure out a way to actually beat that. But anyway, um, here's some other news here for the uh, ladies and gents of the Geek Corner. So now we have a fan club. Now you said, hey, what exactly is fan club? What is this fan club members privileges? Basically you get priority on the call-in list. You you have a unique member label. You have special emojis for the fan club only and not for the general public. And you also get a cool entry effect when you come in. Now you might ask the question, how can you join the fan club? It's pretty easy. So all you have to do is go to my profile photo, tap the fan club button and tap join now. That's all you have to do. Now to go ahead and look through it, you can tap the gift icon, you can tap the fan club button, tap the send button and tap the join now button as well. So there's another way to actually go. You can check out all the emojis that are available for the fan club. It's fairly easy. Click on my profile, click on fan club, 
click join now. Booyah. And you'll be a permanent member of the Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. How about that, Thanos? What do you think about that? Well, for all the members, consider yourself blessed to be a part of this movement. Oh my God. And we can't just accept anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Earth Magnet Mad Scientist did you a solid by bringing you in, you know, to this exclusive, this wonderful band. Man, listen, but we. <laughs> they know Sriggy, everybody. They know Sriggy, everybody. But yeah, we uh, um, just got word about uh, the fan club, so you guys can actually join. So just click on uh, my profile, the Orange Phoenix profile, click fan club, and click join now. And you get your own personalized stuff, man. So it says visual entry effect. So I'm very curious on the first fan club member's entry effect. Like, what will be the entry effect. I see Chewbacca has entered the chat. What's going on, Chewbacca? What's happening? What's happening? Which is which is funny though, because we just were talking about Star Wars. We just were talking about the Star Wars Twitch stream. And uh, now uh, we just were talking about the Twitch stream. And last night I streamed Super Star Wars for the SNES for 7 p.m. Eastern time yesterday. If you missed the stream, you can check it out. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. Uh, again, we'll be streaming tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Super Empire Strikes Back. And also tomorrow, um, so Thursday and Friday, Empire Strikes Back. Beat that. And then go to Super Return of the Jedi for the SNES. All at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, on a, on a serious note, you know, we want to thank all the listeners and all the fans, you know, that are supporting us. And, you know, I know we joke a lot and sometimes we get serious, but, you know, in all seriousness, we, we thank you. We appreciate you for listening to us and, you know, putting up with us. I know we can be a bit much sometimes, but, you know, we are grateful for you guys rocking with us. So just wanted to say that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We do appreciate you guys. We definitely appreciate you guys for, for sticking it out with us. You know, it's been, a, it's been a good ride. It's been a good ride. And look, there's a lot of announcements coming today in the Geek Corner on Facebook. Now, you know, you might ask, what is the Geek Corner? The Geek Corner also members of this group that listen to the morning show. And also, we have a Facebook group uh, called Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. All you have to do is type that in, all separate words, and click join. And we're more than happy to accept you. There's a lot of like-minded people. Um, a lot of positive vibes in there. Um, no negative vibes whatsoever. We do have movie nights. We got two movies. I will be announcing uh, the movie date for Honey, Y'all Shrunk the Kids so we can all watch together. And also, we got a special, special pro wrestling segment, evening time, like 7 p.m. Eastern, on the 20th of this month. Myself, Mad Max, Thanos Red, we talking all things pro wrestling, man. It should be an interesting conversation. Uh-oh. Oh, woo. Uh-oh. It's going to be a doozy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some things will be said. You know. A lot of things will be said. <laughs> a lot of things. Things are going to be, because there's, there's still a lot going on in wrestling right now. So, you know, I know Max has a lot to say. You know, oh, of course. I am looking forward to that conversation very much. Man, I, I'm I'm ready, man. I'm I'm so ready, man. I was listening to some shows, uh, you know, jotting down notes, getting ready for the 20th. 
Um, I mean, honestly, this is a special. This is an evening special, so it can it can run. It can run a good hour and a half, two hours. It can, it can, but it's going to be all goodness, all great, all good intel, all good information, and good debates. Yes, because we are emotional people about our wrestling. So, but of course, I know I am. I know Max is. You know, E, you you can get a little heated sometimes too. You know, with your wrestling takes, so it'll be a good show. It'll be a good show. So make sure you guys tune in. You know, special event. We will be talking. We will be talking our shit as we normally do when it comes to wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you guys stay tuned. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. And BC's asked, "Is anyone going to the live show in Columbia this Sunday?" Actually, I'm not able to go, but um, I know to the listeners that live in the metro. Um, they, you know, WWE does have a live show coming on Sunday and usually for military members, they get it for free 99. You can just go up to the gate, show your ID. And they just honestly, last time I went, uh, it was in a few years back. I had my ID on me and I was like, Hey, just pick a seat. I'm like, pick a seat ringside. What you talking about? So, <laughs> so, uh, what about veterans? Can veterans get it for free? Yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Uh, veterans can get in free. Uh, anything military personnel, I think they can get in free. As long as it's Raw, SmackDown, or one of those live shows. But if it's like a pay-per-view, you can cancel Christmas on that. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to pay the fine. <laughs> you're going to have to pay the fine so on, on all, that one. So to all the military personnel listening in, active and retired, veteran, whatever, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Except, yeah. Be- except for pay-per-view, as E said. Forget about it. You're paying so, <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. yep, all day, all day. And uh, BC says I was invited, but uh, can't watch the product right now. I, I understand, I understand, and that's going to be part of the conversation on tw- on the twentieth, man. Oh man, I cannot wait. There's a lot of things that came out on Netflix. Um, you got Shaman King, the new uh, remastered version uh, or reboot, if you will, of Shaman King. The first season is out. The complete season of Hunter Hunter is out. I have finished it um, once again, and I appreciate it every single time I watch it. It's been a while. It did it did span two movies. I think Hunter Hunter Last Mission, and I think there was another one in regards to um, the Phantom Troop as well. So I want you guys to actually check that out. And there's a lot of things, man. I mean, we thought that August edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine was stacked. Uh yeah, the next month issue for September is gonna be just as stacked, man. I cannot wait. I can't wait. Can't wait, man. Also, to ta to ta to ta to ta. Suicide Squad. We watched Suicide Squad. Myself, Thanos, Rick. Did Queen watch? Queen watch it with you? Yes. 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 We both watched together. Um, so, E, how do you want to get into this? You want to go first? Want to go first? <laughs> well, Thanos Rick, you take it away, bro. You take it away. Take it away. Okay. Spoiler free. Uh, nah. It, it's been it's been some time. Well, to to begin, I appreciate the violence. Um, James Gunn kept that aspect 
that element into it. This movie is very violent, very bloody. You know, how should I say this? Uh, no, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, normally, I knock DC. You know, anything DC, I tend to knock it. But, you know, this time, I'll be nice because it's James Gunn. And I like James Gunn. You know, uh-huh. um, the, I was confused with the first, I guess, the first team. I don't know if you remember that first team with, uh, what's my man? Um, Reflect. Well, nah, the, the, the first team who all got killed on the island. Yeah, yeah, Rick Flash squad. Except for Weasel, apparently, which he's. <laughs> Shout out to Weasel. Which, Shout out to Weasel, man. His, his character, I was. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting them to be killed off. Like, that one kind of threw me for a loop. Okay. Because, because how'd it go? It was, it was, um, it was two teams, two two Suicide Squad teams. They're trying to get onto the island. And uh, what was the uh, what was the mission? They had to get Rick Flag back, right? No, 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 no. Oh, Rick no, Flag no. was already on Team One. He was on Team Team One. The mission yeah. was um, oh, what the fuck was it? Uh, Porter Martinez. Yes, they had to kill. They had to kill him, right? No, no, no. That that was the nation, but they they had the two the two guys. Um, one was the general, and the one was the current president. At, at that time, did you catch that that Easter egg though with the Cordo Maltese? No, I didn't. What was it? Okay, so you remember uh, Batman, nineteen eighty nine, Michael Keaton. Who can well, you you know? How can you forget? How can we forget? That's and, great. Yes, that's yes. the goat. Yes, I do. I do. So what? was on the front cover, I think it was Time Magazine, that vi- the picture that Vicky Vale took, that Joker loved so much. The front cover of the magazine? The front cover of the, of the magazine. Oh. You remember the Joker loved, loved her work so much? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, at least that piece. Everything else that was peaceful and shit, he didn't like it. But Magazine, magazine, magazine. Uh, Jesus Christ. I immediately picked up on it. it. You want to know? Okay, so Jack Nicholson is, is reading the magazine. Is he like in his in, in his hideout? Like, where is he exactly? No, no, no. They was having dinner. You know, he was looking at all her pictures, right? And he was like, crap, 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 crap. And then he looked at one and he was like, oh, oh, it's when, great. when he was in her house or whatever. Yeah, no, he, that was at the museum. That's what it was. Everybody was knocked out for gas. And he, that last picture, he like, oh man, this is awesome. This is good stuff, you know, or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay, 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 okay. Museum. So that is the Cordo Maltese. She went there to take pictures. That was a Batman reference. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yes, that whole movie, <laughs> the whole entire movie. So Cordo Maltese is like this country that that's have dealt with like insurrection. And freedom fighters and death, and they got all this stuff going on. Vicky went there in Batman 89 to take pictures and stuff. And then that was the Court of Maltese. And, you know, Bruce Wayne actually immediately recognized that. So okay. in Suicide Squad, that, that whole premise, the Court of Maltese, was basically the same. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Good catch, E. Good catch. Well, you know, I try. I try. I try. I, you know, I, you know, I, I do things. 
And I'm and I'm a Batman guy, so yeah. especially Batman '89. I am pro Michael Keaton all day, which we will talk about later in the show. Right. right. But um, but yeah. So yeah, go ahead and continue. What you what else you thought about the movie? Well, I mean, I I I didn't expect the the, the deaths to happen um so so quick, but I mean that. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a twist. It was a twist, but I mean, moving on. I mean, it was cool. It was is. Uh. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Cena standout. Idris Alba standout. Margot Robbie, of course, standout. Peacemaker. Which you know, for the longest, I was like, okay, well, they're doing the Peacemaker show, so how the hell can they do that if they killed him off in the movie? But apparently, they didn't kill him off in the movie. Because post credit scene, he survived the bullet shot from blood uh, from bloodshot, which I'm like, okay, cool. Bloodsport, yeah. Bloodsport, bloodsport, bloodsport. You know, something okay, cool. Um, Starro, the villain, the big fu- giant fucking starfish. Eh, <laughs> eh. I mean, Starro the hunter. <laughs> he was pissed. I wasn't. I wasn't. Too much caring about the villain choice with Starro. I mean, you know the 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 starfish taking over the people. You know about latching on, you know, to, to their faces or whatever. I mean, it was it was it was eh. okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna knock it, but Starro as a villain, you know, kind of crazy, kind of weird. But I mean, so here's the thing, though. But Starro the Conqueror is the first villain that Justice League ever fought. No, I know, I know, I know. I just. You know, I I never really cared for a lot of the DC villains like that. Right, right, right. I always thought Marvel had better villains. Um, yeah, of course, man. I mean, <laughs> but you know, like with DC, they have, you know, I wouldn't say cookie cutter. You know, I I really wouldn't say that. But the names of the villains are a little like cookie cutter, and Marvel's villains are a little bit more more on the realistic plane. But I've seen this character, especially Starro, I've seen this character more than once. Uh, I, I remember distinctly, my brother got me Justice League number one. Not the OG, not the like the one back in the like, 60s or whatever, not that one. But it was like a re- reboot or like a reshoot type deal. And there was this starfish type of villain that was literally taking over the minds of the population. But then it started targeting superpower beings. Except for Batman, because he ain't got no superpowers, and it took Batman to save the Justice League, basically. Right. But um, so immediately when the Starfish started attaching itself to people's faces, I went back to that Justice League comic. So, oh, okay, this this is where you're going with this. And I like the fact that Joker was not in this movie. I did like that fact. That the Joker wasn't in the movie. He was not. Well, hell, who's going to play him? Jared Leto? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm just glad he was because he he's ne- he was never a Suicide Squad member in the first place. No, so, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, and Crooklyn said <laughs> Starfish grossed me out. Yeah, you know, when it split its side open and start shooting out little starfish. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, 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 again, the, the villain choice, I could have lived without Starro. I mean, but I hear what you're saying. You know, OG villain, I got it. I got it. I mean, Story wise, I mean, uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Walk, great. I mean, she always does fantastic. 
and any Phenomenal. role she does, you know, so, you know, as, as Waller, you know, she did fantastic again, you know, um, the fact that she got knocked the fuck out. That was funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that though. I wasn't expecting that. I would have expected her to drop like the, the show her range, the show rage like she yeah. did in this movie. Like I like, I never seen her do that before. Well, I mean, I, the, the character, I mean, the character shows rage in the, you know, comics and the cartoons. So that, that there was surprising. Yeah. Because, I mean, normally she's an angry person. I mean, she ain't happy-go-lucky. She's normally an angry, you know, person. So I think it was, I think it was good to see that. And Viola Davis, she played it well. Like, she, I'm like, okay, got it. Don't fucking move. Like, I literally yeah. spit was coming out of her mouth, right? And I was like, oh, she is pissed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think with Amanda, we've seen her in DC animated films. And in certain cases, she's calm, right? Because she knows shit. So it's like, in, like you know how calm she was when Bloodsport put the pen to her throat? And she just told everybody to stand down? Oh, yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. You're going to work for me because your daughter's 16. I can put her here. And God knows what's going to happen to her if she come here. You know what I'm saying? So immediately... um. <laughs> and Krugler was like nothing compared to Viola and her snot bubbles in the in fences. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that movie. Oh man, yeah, that, that shows Viola's like range. And uh, to answer Krugler's question, yes, there was a post credit scene after Weasel. Um, you know when Peacemaker got shot in the throat, they found him under the rubble and he's recovering in the hospital. Now, he's not. Yeah, he's in recovery. So I don't know, Amanda found him or like, because the the two workers that was checking in on him saying like, oh yeah, Amanda's getting revenge for knocking her the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, that's, to me, that's a precursor to, you know, the January 2022 Peacemaker series that comes on HBO Max. So I'm, I'm excited about that. This did you, movie. Did you, think, did you think Amanda knew that Blackguard sold them out, played by Pete Davidson. Because remember, when, when you know, that, that island, you know, it was Blackguard, it's Mongol, Javelin, you know, Boomerang. And then Pete Davidson's character, Blackguard, was like, well, hey, you know, they're here. I got him here, blase, blase. Obviously, he sold them out, which led to, you know, the army just killing everybody. <laughs> Blew off Blackguard's face. I think fucking Boomerang got shot up. No, he, he got blew up. He, he got blew. I'm sorry. He, he got blown up. You know, which I was kind of sad to see. I, I, I like. I mean, he's funny. I, I like Boomerang. You know, so of course Weasel. We all thought Weasel drowned or whatever, but again, he didn't. He, you know, post credit scene. He survived, and then you know you see him running away, all crazy, weird. Mm -hmm. You know. So did you think like she knew? That's a good question, man. Um, because I, I, I because that, she that, did. I, that first team was like the the guinea pigs, because the second team led by you know Idris and all them came, I think, from the back to invade the island. There was fodder. That's that's basically what it. Well, no, 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 no. Amanda didn't know, and here's why I say that: because she wouldn't go out on great lanes to say, "Go save Rick, Fla go save Flag." 
Go. This is your alternate. This is your alternate mission right now. This is your priority. Go save Flat. So, I don't think she knew at that point. But I think she knew that Team One was not going to make it because of the selection. I mean, honestly, the two the two real people were the one that survived was Harley and Rick. Basically, everybody else just got chopped up, blown up. You know, birds eating out your head. You know, you know, you know, same old, same old. Well, you, well, you can't kill off Harley Quinn. I mean, you know, that's you can't do that. I mean, at least not yet. At least not yet, because she's supposed to die anyway. You remember the end of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? Batman was talking to Joker, and he mentioned Harley Quinn dying. Right. So, but you know, Marvel and Robbie said she's taking a break from Harley. So it's it might this might be a while before we. Uh, before we see her again. But my favorite person is King Shark. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite person. It's played by Sylvester Stallone. I didn't catch it the first time, but after the second time watching it, I caught it. I'm like, oh, wait, that's Sylvester Stallone. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now, what you thought about King Shark? Man, he's damn near bulletproof. He took a hell of bullets. <laughs> and fish. Well, alien fish, because he got... Fucking jacked up. Yeah. He, but I, I did like the fact that, uh, you know, King Sharp was coming relief, but at the same time, he had strength. He was basically a violent group. That's basically what he was. And honestly, with the James Gunn film with Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, Volume 2, and upcoming Volume 3, and the Christmas special and all that, if you know James Gunn was going to touch Suicide Squad, you, you are expecting to have this type of dynamic with the music, the soundtrack. And it's like, what if Guardians was rated R? And Disney just said, do whatever the hell you want with Guardians of the Galaxy. This is what it would have been. In all honesty. The comedy was the same, honestly. Just just a little bit more risque. I mean, I guess you could. Guardians rated R, you could do it, but... Nah, I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I'm well, I'm just saying. I mean, Suicide Squad has to be rated R. It has to be. Exactly. It has to be violence, blood, guts, the whole nine. Guardians, you could do without it. I mean, it. you can do without it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, indeed. Now, it makes you completely, utterly forget the first Suicide Squad movie. It really doesn't talk about the first Suicide Squad movie at all. So, they, I mean, is this a reboot or is this a sequel? Man, I don't freaking know, bro. Like, because it's not I, a reboot. It's I, not a reboot. I don't think that was necessarily explained. It, it, I think it was a soft reboot. Okay. And what I mean by that, you see the interesting dynamic between Harley and Rick Flagg. Like, they've done missions together already. They're, they are the only returning, you know, Original, well, other than Boomerang and Amanda, you know, they, they, those are only returning members. Everybody else, you know, are not. They ain't even acknowledging the fact that um, the witch from the first movie, they're not acknowledging her at this point. But in the comics, the witch and Killer Croc are had some type of relationship. And I think Flag and Harley had some type of relationship too in the comic, which was a shocking death, by the way. 
I was not expecting that. Yeah. I was not expecting Rick Flag to catch it. Uh, me neither. Me neither. Um, I didn't really understand. I didn't understand it, but okay. I mean, that's the direction that they decided to go. You know, so it. I like the dynamic between Bloodsport and Peacemaker because they're trying to like who get the best kills, especially when they kill off accidentally the Freedom Fighters. <laughs> you know, well, whatever. But Amanda told them to, to kill the like. Didn't Amanda gave the order? Yeah, stream presidents. So I don't know, Amanda. You know, she she's a sneaky one. <laughs> Very much so. Because Amanda knew. Amanda knew, but Amanda's like, ah, whatever. Just just kill him anyway. You know. But my f- my favorite moment for Amanda Waller is not in this movie, but it's actually in Justice League Unlimited when Batman walked up to her. And I don't know what he said to her. And she responded, oh, well, I will stay off these books, rich boy. And Batman kind of like, look back like, what the fuck? How do you know who I am? Amanda knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, she literally called him rich boy. And I was like, oh, snap. And at that point, you know Amanda is at a certain level, especially as a human, a certain level of not fuckwittable. At a certain point, you better have your your T's crossed, your I's dotted whenever you're dealing with her. Now, um, like with Peacemaker, Peacemaker was definitely uh, one of the highlights. He played the role uh, awesomely. And obviously you can tell that he's a psychopath, especially for freedom, because like he'll do anything for freedom. He's just a hired gun, a hired assassin. So as a series, I don't know. Where are they going to take this? Is, is they going to make him an anti-hero, like the Punisher, in a way? Um, is he going to turn against Amanda Waller? I don't know how this is going to play out. We don't know. We don't know how this is going to play out. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, again, the movie, it, it was a good movie. I'm not going to knock it. You know, it was, again, I didn't care for the villain choice. Um, story was crazy. Um, I didn't expect the you know all the death. But I guess, you know, for the sake of the story, you know, I can I can accept it. Um, it just Alba, uh, Bloodsport, Standout, he definitely did his thing. Definitely Indeed. did his Indeed. Um, you know, the, I guess, that funny relationship between him and his daughter, you know, that was funny. You know, them arguing, <laughs> them arguing you know, in the prison, cussing at each other and stuff. You know, um, the actress who actually played his daughter, I guess she went on record saying she was nervous cussing at him because she was like, I'm cussing at Idris Alba. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> the rats. Yes, Brooklyn. The rats. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Get the fuck away from me. Like, say, why you didn't tell me about the rat phobia? Like, I'm an assassin. Why? Why would I even tell you that? <laughs> you know, E, I wasn't going to mention the rats, but yeah. Since it's been brought up. Matt catcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Storm Reed. Thank you, Crooklyn. Crooklyn. Storm Reed. Storm Reed. Yes, I have seen her before in other uh I think I've seen her in the show. I've seen her performances before. And she does awesome. She does an awesome job at what she does. And when I saw her um like on screen, I'm like, oh man, this about to be good. Especially her and Ild- Idris. Like, I understand why she was nervous because Idris is a veteran. Or whatever the case may be, her being nervous about it. But yeah, rat catcher, man. What you think? What you thought about her? I mean, she did save his life. She saved everybody's life. 
You know, Eve, I didn't care for the rats. Hell, that that freaked me out. Not a big rat person. <laughs> you got a rat phobia too, eh? Yeah. I wouldn't call it a phobia. I'm, I'm, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but shit. Mm. I mean, it was tragic, cool. man. I mean, I mean, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, you know, every every character had their plot, had the part to play. Even Polka Dot Man, which you know, I was starting to like until he got killed off by Starro. I'm like, oh. You know, he got, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he got, he got smashed, though. He got smashed. I knew that, like, look, it's certain camera shots that you know that something's coming, right? So with that camera shot that him talking to Bloodsport, I'm like, he's about to die. I thought uh, Ratcatcher was about to die when they did a little pan out shot with her shaking, you know, King Shark's hand. And I was like, yeah, she's about to get pulled in and eaten. Like, this. But they didn't do it. They didn't pull the trigger. They didn't pull the trigger on that. And Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time. That, that's what movie she's been in. Storm Rain. Oh, with, uh, with Oprah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. Disney. Disney. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> BC says, my daughter got a pet rat right now. I mean, she calls it a guinea pig, but tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, I, I absolutely love this movie. Honestly, DCEU don't make a lot of good films. And I can give you the top ones. Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, the first one, Snyder Cuts, Justice League, and this new Suicide Squad. Just say Man of Steel, bro. Just nah, nah, all of those are good. Just all of those are good. Like, compared to Suicide Squad, Will Smith, trash. Um, I mean, I liked it. But it could have been 10 times better. And apparently there was an A-year cut that was that was more R-rated, but that was never released. Um, of course. Wonder Woman 84, that was straight up, straight up dump to juice. Batman versus Superman, need I say more? The original Justice League, the uh, freaking Joss Whedon joint. So you know those four movies I just mentioned are good. I mean, I'm 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 good with Man of Steel, bro. I mean that. I mean, honestly, that's probably like the best one. But as far as like good films, those are the ones. Like you know, Snyder Cut's Justice League, Man of Steel, The Suicide Squad, and the first Wonder Woman. Those were actually legitimately good. Green Lantern. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Neos. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Speaking of Green Lantern, that 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 right there, that's showing up on Netflix, by the way. Ryan Reynolds, that's that's gonna show up on Netflix. Why it's being advertised, I don't know. Who the fuck gonna watch that shit? But you know yeah. what's funny? You know what's funny? That movie wasn't even that terrible. It really wasn't. It really wasn't uh -huh. that terrible. I thought Reynolds did a great job as as Green Lantern. I really did. I really did. If you can see my face right now. It wasn't a it wasn't that terrible of a movie. It could have been better. But it wasn't god awful. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, all right. You thought oh. it was not god awful? Yes. Uh, I thought it was okay. straight up dumpsages. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I didn't have I didn't have any I guess high hopes for the movie anyway. So, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, it's it, it, it ain't god awful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but okay, I feel you. I feel you. What you say, BC's Batman and Robin? Yeah. Next, next time, next you're gonna tell me Batman and Robin sucks because it did. Because it did. 
Oh man, Batman and Robin. Robin. Uh, that's the one with Freeze, right? Schwarzenegger and um. Yeah, Uma Thurman I, as Poison Ivy. Here's the only leeway that I give Batman and Robin is paying homage to the '60s Batman series. That is my only positive, you know, reinforcement to that movie. That's what it was doing. And if that's the case, bravo. You because know, that's exactly how the CC's Batman was. It was very campy. And you had bat everything. You had shark repellent, for crying out loud. You know, Schwarzenegger didn't play a bad freeze. No, he didn't. He just and, did a lot of ice punch. And Uma Thurman wasn't a bad poison ivy. Actually, she was a great poison ivy, to be honest with you. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was just George Clooney. And the story it was trash. You know, <sighs> unpopular opinion. I didn't oh, think George shit. was bad. I didn't oh, think George shit. was bad. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think George was a bad Bruce. I didn't. As Batman? As Batman. <sighs> Come on, man. Don't, don't do me like this, man. Don't do this. As Batman. As Batman. Danny Ocean. Ocean's 11. I love that movie. I love Oceans. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh -huh. I I I didn't think George was a bad Bruce. Batman, I don't know. I I, I have to think on that one. I have to think on that one. I mean, <laughs> don't think too long, man. You hurt I, yourself. My worst Batman Bruce Wayne is Christian Bale. I think he was god awful. I think he was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I will put George Clooney over Christian Bale. Uh hmm. I, I wouldn't do that. That that's I my that's that's my personal opinion. I know some would disagree because people love Christian Bale, but I thought Where is she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying. Listen, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't know about Christian Bale under George Clooney, man. I don't know. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. That was funny. That was funny. I couldn't get rid of the raspy voice. I get it, but. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. Maybe Batman and Robin would be better if the story was better, if the way they presented it was better. But you know what? They was catering to the parents because we didn't want Batman to be our dark and yada, yada, yada after Batman returns. That's why you got all that color and brightness and shit, and, you know, for Batman forever. I'm, I'm triggered. I'm triggered because you could have kept it at what it was. You know, you was going to have uh, originally, not, honestly, Marlon Wayans was going to be Robin, honestly. But the, the um, what did I read somewhere? I, I guess the, the movie studio didn't want to bring back Tim Burton. So they wanted to get somebody else. And then that, of course, you know, Michael Keaton wanted to come back for Batman Forever. But since Tim couldn't be on it, he didn't get on it. So, you know, I mean, Batman Forever, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. I thought Val Kimmer was a great Batman, Bruce Wayne. You know, I love Tom so. Jones as Two-Face, Jim Carrey as Riddler. Fantastic. You know, that You know that was good. Um, he killed it. Killed Why the fuck? I didn't mean to cut you off, Thanos. Why the fuck? No one ever cast Willem Dafoe as the Joker, man. I mean, he looks like the motherfucker. Honestly, he would be a phenomenal, phenomenal Joker. The maniacal one, the one that tortures Batman, the one that kills 
Robin. Yeah. He could be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Death that. in the family, he could definitely be that guy. No question. No question. But if <clears throat> but as far as you're waiting for Suicide Squad, what would you give it? From a scale to one to ten? Yeah. I'd give it a I'd give it a seven. Yeah. I I'd give it an eight. It was very fun. The fact that it killed off uh team one. Right in the beginning, that lets you know you went for a wild ride. And I like movies like that. It, it, it became like, who's going to die next for me? And it wasn't going to be like a... Now, the Rick Flag thing, that was that was shocking because I was expecting, you know, Flag to make it. You know, yeah. I mean, after all, they did say, you know, find the man alive. He did get his life saved by Freedom Fighters, but whatever with that. Yeah. But either way, I, I definitely would give it an eight. Uh, I don't know what's up with the people that was review bombing it. I don't know what's up with these people. Where they come from? Like, well, I mean, you, you, you never, never really know why someone would. Well, I mean, you do, but there are all kind of reasons. I mean, the the movie, although it was a hit critically with you know most of the reviews, it didn't do so well financially at the box office. You know, mm. so I mean, what it only brought in what like thirty million or whatever. So. Now, yeah. now you have to figure out, well, is it going to be a Suicide Squad 3? Are we going to continue with, you know, whatever, whatever? But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to streaming, because HBO already put it out, like, well, look, we're going to release all of our movies in the theaters and on HBO Max. You know, Disney, they're doing the same thing. But Disney's saying, well, look, if you want to you know, stream this movie, you have to pay, the, you know, the 30 bucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, maybe that's why it wasn't such a big financial success was because, you know, they didn't charge the extra to watch the movie like Disney does. But, you know, I mean, I guess they were hoping that the movie would bring in more subscribers, which I don't know if it did or not. HBO would not release the data on that. Um, I'm pretty sure it did, but. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. Yeah. I think it did phenomenally well. I think some people, for whatever reason, for better or for worse, <clears throat> feel some type of way. And some people just review bomb certain shit because they just upset about something else. And like, oh, let's review bomb this right here. And they asked James Gunn about it. He's like, eh, whatever. It is what it is. Keep it moving. You know, he's not butthurt about it. So, um, but I know what's really good, though. Now, we're going from one. So it's one thing for comics to another when Marvel's What If was released recently. And I'm going to tell you right now, me and the missus, we actually watched that last night. And uh, the first issue, uh, I said the first issue, but the first episode of Marvel's What If was phenomenal. And <clears throat> with the first episode it introduced an alternate universe and you hear the watcher doing a narration and he's talking about alternate universes and i honestly think this takes place after loki i feel as though it will make sense because you know silver sylvie you know she uh she fucked up look so think about it this way so, so, so you think what if it's canon I feel like what if it's canon? It will make sense. It will make sense. I, I feel like what if <clears throat> is canon, considering what happened prior to that. 
you know, Sylvie's um, Stab Kang. Now his other variance is out. Think about this, Thanos Rick. All Dr. Strange wanted to do was fix his freaking hands. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all he wanted to do. <laughs> that's all he wanted to do. I just want my hands fixed. Now look at this shit. I got to fix the multiverse because you fucked up. <laughs> Let that marinate. Let that marinate. I'm just saying that that's all he wanted to do. I got in a car accident. My hands is jacked up. I heard you can fix hands. Oh no, we're not gonna fix your hands. We're gonna give you this infinity stone and teach you mystic arts. And you watch over reality and such. I, we saved the world. I got disintegrated, but I came back. We saved the world. Now I'm going to go off and chill off and relax. Oh, shit. I see two different people from different, uh, two, two of the same people from a different universe. What the fuck is happening? Is this Tobey Maguire? Is this Tom Holland? Is this Andrew Garfield? What am I dealing with here? That's what funny. just happened? That's funny. I'm just saying, all he wanted to do was fix his hands, man. That's all he wanted to do. Now I got to fix the whole entire multiverse because of your ass. But I don't, I don't know if Marvel put out that it was canon. I thought it was just like some type of separate, whatever, you know. But if it is canon, then okay, that would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. You had these multiverses, you know. It, it, that would make sense. Yeah. So now I, I did pull up an article according to Screen Rant. Right, it says how powerful is Captain Carter? Compared to Captain America, I'm not gonna lie, man. I thoroughly enjoyed Captain Carter as you know the first super soldier. I actually preferred her over the OG. Lies. Like she looked, she looked more agile. Lies. I, no, no, I'm dead serious. Like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear you're, me out. Hear lying. me out. Stop lying to the people, E. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm guarantee you, I am not lying. Just looking at her, like looking at her personality. She gave more flair to the character. She wasn't as cookie cutter. She just, her personality just flowed out. Now, with the Steve Rogers that we saw in the MCU, he was more cookie cutter. He wasn't cussing. He wasn't doing all this, this boisterous nature. He didn't have that. But Peggy had a little bit more flair to her character. And I, and I really did dig that. Now, with the, with the series or with the episode, it was only 30 minutes. So you can do you can only do but so much in a 30 minute time span. And it was really quick. So you really had to pick up what's going on. You know, Steve got injured. Uh, Peggy chose to stay. And so when Peggy made that choice to stay and watch the procedure other than go up in the rafters and watch from up there. Right. The watcher chimes in and says, there, that's the choice. That's the difference. This will change the course of everything. It's all about choices. That's what, that's basically what he was saying. And so from there, Steve got shot. Mm -hmm. Peggy took the super soldier serum, and boom, she came out as Peggy Carter. I mean, Captain Carter. And uh, Christmas said, Sylvie straight up carrying the whole situation. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. The man told her, hey, man, look, you can stab me. You know, I'll come back, whatever. But just know, 
a lot of things would be fucked up if you do. You know, just, you know, <laughs> I'm just letting you know, you know, I mean, do what you want. It don't make me no never mind. But just just know you have to deal with the shit and I will fix it like I normally would. But I won't be stressing about it. You will, though. <laughs> but I won't. And Sylvie, Sylvie has the answer for that. Sylvie has the answer for that. Now, whether or not MCU keeps her alive, well, you know, that's the other question. I don't think they will. She yeah. might she might get killed off, you know, but she got an answer for that, you know? And honestly, I think Kang will kill her off. I hope she don't get killed off at all, man, because this is this is a source of Loki's happiness, and I and I dig that. Yeah. I mean, but, I think it, I think it's high time Loki gets something. Yeah, but I mean, is that likely though? I mean Yeah, it's likely. I mean, you're I mean that's wishful thinking, but story wise, you know. Eh, I don't know if, if MCU will pull that trigger. I think I think she would get off by Kang and then that's that that'll probably drive Loki to do something stupid. And then like I can see that playing out. Kang mm. kills Sylvie, Loki does something crazy, and then people have to fix it. Thank thank you, Griffin. Thank you. Loki needs some tail. Okay, let him be great. Now you're being nasty. All right, <laughs> Brooklyn E. Okay, if that's the shit we on today, so be it. <laughs> that's the shit we're gonna be on today, so be it. I mean, <laughs> where is the lie? Where is the lie? I see what y'all doing today. All right, all right. Where's the lie though? Think about it. All this shit that Loki been through in his life. Find out this is not my real dad. Found out I'm half giant. And you never told me, fam. And all this other extra stuff. All I want to do is be recognized. I just want to be king. And then I get, I'll go to the TVA only to find out that eventually I really did love my brother. And I sacrificed myself for him. And everybody hated me to a certain degree. And finally, I found me a woman. That's basically me. And she gives me the time of day and actually recognizes what I can do and what I'm capable of doing. And you want to kill her off, man? Let Loki get his day, man. Let him be happy. Well, BC, since you want to be a part of this fuckery too, let's, an let's answer your question too, BC. <laughs> if Loki was to have sex with a female Loki, is that actually, you know what? I mean, that's a good question, because, I mean, he is fucking himself, which is very normal, but weird for the it's MCU. It's version of masturbation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the MCU will pull that trigger. I don't. I don't. You know, whatever makes your boat float, man, is whatever makes your boat float. Yeah. And, Lo and Loki. Yes, Mios, that will be incest. Yes. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, not it's him. It's an alternate so, version. So, Crooklyn, E, B, C, I hear you guys, but no. No. Oh, uh, no. guys. <laughs> this right here is self, thank it's you, self, brother. Wow. It's self-love. This, this is what we're on today. This is what we're on today. Well, Crooklyn, the MCU will not do it. The MCU is not that bold. That's some shit the, the DCU would do. <laughs> Are they? The MCU is not that bold? Deadpool, I might add. You know, well, that was Fox. That ain't that was Fox. But Disney has it now, so yeah. Well, you know about that. I don't. I don't really see 
It's just masturbation, technically. Thank, thank yeah. you, BC. It, that's what it is. It's 2021, a new day. Yeah, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Man, <laughs> man, listen, man. Okay, y'all, okay. Y'all got it. Crooklyn, B seats, y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Say Talk amongst yourselves. I don't know. I don't so, know. <laughs> so according to Screen Rant, it says episode one introducing an alternate reality super soldier version of Peggy Carter. Name Captain Carter, but is she more powerful than the MCU's Captain America? Steve Rogers is the most famous super soldier in both Marvel Comics and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Abraham Erskins, <laughs> love that guy. This Project guy. Rebirth <laughs> gave Steve a perfectly balanced set of superhuman abilities, and Steve's selfless psyche allowed him to make the most out of them without overstepping any moral lines. Now, all of the super soldiers that followed the birth of the original Captain America were created out of a misguided rush to replicate and the original experiment. Now, characters like Bucky and John Walker are as powerful as Steve Rogers, but struggle to gain control over their abilities and the responsibility they entail. The Hulk and Abomination uh, are physically stronger, but the serum caused them to become rage-fueled monsters. Similarly, Red Skull's appearance became as twisted as his mentality, one of the few who didn't suffer any negative side effects after their super soldier transformation, is our boy, Isaiah Bradley, who could have been as famous and powerful as Steve Rogers, Captain America, if he didn't been had he hadn't been betrayed by his own country. Now, um, now you got Peggy. Now she took she had a decision to take the Super Soldier Serum after Steve got hurt. Somebody had to take it, and she was the only person. Um, now Brooklyn says, "Can we stop and acknowledge the greatness of Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher, though? Give the man his flowers." I wholeheartedly. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I agree. You did a phenomenal job in, in voicing the watcher. That's awesome stuff. Awesome performance, right? <clears throat> now, so he became the one man army. Now, Captain Carter was able to send hydro vehicles flying with just a light push or a kick, jumped impressive distances, and demonstrated a natural dexterity with the vibranium shield that Steve only showcased in later movies. Now, Carter jumped towards Hydra Watchtower while driving her motorcycle by just propelling herself with her legs and then kicked the bike towards the Watchtower with enough force to cause an explosion. She also tackled four soldiers through a trench effortlessly and took down planes, pushed Shuma Gorath, one of the... Ah! I did not know that. That was Shuma Gorath. That part. That part. Now, those of us that have played Marvel vs. Capcom 2 yes. know who Shumo Gorath is. That yeah. is a Marvel villain. Yes. And it is an alien octopus. So, yes. So, one of the most powerful magical beings back into its portal without any help. Undoubtedly, Captain Carter is as much is much more powerful super soldier than Captain America. It could be argued that the show's animation style exaggerates the action as evidenced by the scene where Peggy, Bucky, and the Howling Commandos casually hop off the moving train and roll on the tracks without a scratch. However, it's more likely that Peggy Carter's innate strength and training 
prior to taking the super soldier serum made her more powerful than the main university Rogers. After all, the serum had to pull double duty to transform the skinny Steve Rogers into Captain America in the first place. There, there you go. There you go. <clears throat> so I just, I just thought about something. I think this was a failed, not a fail, but a missed opportunity. Of what? Why not have Peggy be Captain Britain? She, uh, obviously, I think that's, I think that's what it was alluding to. Obviously, obviously, she's British. You of know, course. this, this would have been a way to introduce Captain Britain, not within the main MCU timeline, of course, but with this, what if, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this could have been an opportunity. <laughs> she is British, you know. So I'm like, okay, just, why not ever be Captain Britain? Captain Britain. So there are rumors that are circling since this episode that some of these characters may have their own series. Judging from this first episode, this should have a series. It should. Um, I feel like the storyline is deep enough to have <clears throat> to have something out of this. And for her to show up with the sword and shield in front of Nick Fury and Hawkeye, there might be some, there might be some interesting stuff. And uh, Juno Zell says, I'm British. I second this. Hey, man, she could be Captain Britain. Maybe they'll do a series about her and she ends up being Captain Britain instead of Captain Carter. I mean, it would just make more sense, but I mean, Captain Britain, that's a whole nother story with its own unique background and, you know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Agree. We'll see. I mean, honestly, it makes more sense that Peggy Carter is more powerful than Steve Rogers because you've seen Peggy in the first Avengers. She know how to take care of herself. She is like what she was the first, the first spot. Well, Nick Fury. Well, no, no. She's the first spot. You know, she was there. She was the OG, the original. Like as far as getting intel, knowing how to fight right off rip without the super soldier serum. It basically took what she already knew and doubled that. So, honestly, if you put them side by side, especially in a one-on-one fight, Peggy will win. Just basically based off her abilities beforehand. It's only fact, man. It's only fact. That's why I said I kind of liked her better, man. It's just what she did, what she was able to do. Like, she was fearless. And, um, you know, scrolling up in the comments, <clears throat> you know, that's likely because Peggy had been overlooked. You know, quote, a woman needs to stay in her place. And it, it really did play off of that. It's like, you know, the general was like, oh, yeah, it was my idea the whole time. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit, fam. Bullshit. Well, yeah, that was that was the 40s, you know, 50s, whatever. I mean, women didn't have a whole lot of rights and women weren't women were, were often overlooked back then. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what it was. So, and she changed the game. She yeah. literally changed the game. And <clears throat> and especially with Dum Dum Dugan was like, man, I I've never seen a dame that fight like that. Like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like she literally ripped the bars off. Like, nah, you know, Steve Rogers sent me. And the fact that Steve was in a suit of armor that was another little take on that. I actually like that too. I'm I'm very curious on 
what episode two will bring. <clears throat> now, which one would it showcase? Will it showcase Killmonger saving Tony Stark's life? Will it show the final performance of Chadwick Boseman? I think maybe his final performance will be the very last episode of the season. Yeah, probably. I think so. Probably, yeah. Knowing who Disney is, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of Disney, before we jump into Michael Keaton, now I, I heard rumor reports that they cut all their ties with Scarlett Johansson. I did hear that rumor. I'm not sure how true that rumor is. I haven't seen other reports, but... Well, can you blame them? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, now, it, oh, it's unfortunate, but it's like, well, you know, I mean, again, you know, and we've already had this this conversation. We we don't know the details about the contracts, so we can't really say, well, you know, she wasn't justified or they weren't weren't justified. We we don't really know for sure. Right. But if I'm Disney. And I'm just making it, you know, an assumption if I'm Disney and I told you what was going to happen and how things are going to play out and you still sued me anyway. Then yeah, I have to sever all ties. If, yeah. if, if Scarlett knew the lowdown of what, of what was happening. True. If. And uh, to backtrack, Crooklyn says uh, Steve Rogers was the first war machine. Uh, ah, okay. So I'm trying to, I know they gave him a different name, but that makes total sense. Total sense. And I, and I dig that. And uh, BC says, yes, I can blame him. Scarlet Seats can't say whatever the fuck she wants. Whatever the fuck she wants. I see what you, I see what you did there, Brett. I see what you did there. <sighs> Here we go. Hey, man, listen. Here Shoot we go. your shot, claim it, man. Scarlet Seats. Alter BC's wife. BC? I saw it. DC's listen, we are not choosing sides, so don't don't <laughs> don't get all, you know. <laughs> and he defended his wife. We are He's not choosing sides, B seats. I'm I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying now if, if Scarlet wasn't told anything, you know, then Disney doesn't have, you know, much dog in this fight. Cause you know they were you know they were wrong if that's the case. Again, we don't know the specifics of the contract details. So right. E, you're saying Disney, you know, severed all ties. I'm like, okay, I did. Per, per rumors, but I don't. I'm not sure how true that rumor is because I, you know, <clears throat> so the geek corner go off saying, oh no, they cut ties. But I, I'm not shocked by it because you know, like you said, we talked about it last week. I can understand both sides of it. When Scarlett signed that contract, I can, I can honestly say this was pre-COVID. I don't, I don't think COVID was ever in that contract in the first place. Because no one expected the pandemic. Right. And on Disney side of things, where I, where I see Disney viewpoint is that they were debating on releasing this on Disney Plus last year. Right. So Scarlett knew about that. I know she did. I, I mean, how can you not? Everybody else did. So okay. you, the, the focal point of the movie, did not know this. But then you release it to the box office. You get your box office numbers. And then you get the Disney Plus premium access numbers. If I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all may know this, but I think whatever earnings that the premier access gets goes to shareholders. It doesn't go to the address. And the box office numbers get split or whatever the percentage, Scarlett gets that. But yeah. according to Disney, 
They paid that. Well, yeah, Scarlett, Scarlett got her upfront fee. But remember, we talked last week, a lot of these actors, actresses, they, they get, you know, if it's in, if it's worked out in the contract, they get a back end deal. So right. how, however, whatever profits are made, if it reaches a certain benchmark, then the actor or actress will get a percentage. Right. But it's all that's all within the contract. And I'm pretty sure Scarlett, I mean, this is her movie. This is, you know, she's the face. She's the lead. I'm sure she has some type of contract back in deal written out and agreed upon. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But again, you know, they say Scarlett lost out on what? Fifty million dollars because it went to streaming. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's a lot of money. I get it. I get why she's mad. I understand that. But again, we don't know the, the specifics. We don't know if Disney was upfront with Scarlett saying, hey, we're doing Disney Plus as well, along with the theater release. We don't know that. E. All we're doing is speculating. All we know, Scarlett is suing them. Disney is saying, fuck no. We told you what mm-hmm. was going on. Like, we don't really know. We don't know. Well, you know, they know, but we don't. They know. They know, right? So, okay. Again, like you said with the back end, right? And Juno says she didn't sue until after she realized everyone preferred Florence Pugh. Whoa. <laughs> shade, shade. Whoa. Hey, Florence was actually good. She was okay. phenomenal. I, I loved her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man, look, Florence was actually awesome, man. I love Florence in Black Widow. And she is she is definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, BCs, man. I'm sorry, man. To me, she looked better than Scarlett. To me. Than, hey. I will not comment on this. I will leave this one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that for BCs to go off, man. I just I just I just want him. <laughs> He's like blasphemy. Blast me. But I mean, now on Disney's, now on Scarlet's side, Disney did pull an underhanded tag. Like, wait a minute, you got total disregard for COVID? Like, you have no sympathy for what's going on in the COVID or whatever? I was like, oh, that's underhanded. Well played, Disney. Well played. So you're trying to make Scarlet look like a, a jackass, basically, saying she has total disregard for what's going on in COVID. Nah, business is business. If, if box office numbers are pretty much I want to say shredded, but like cut to a certain degree, you're going to feel some type of way because you put it on Premier Access. Not only did you release it, you released it after COVID got relaxed and people was going outside again. Well, remember, Disney had already put out the statement. We were like, well, you know, they said, look, we were, you know, we, we was like, Scarlet, we, we gave you more than, you know, what was expected because of, the Disney Plus, you know, it being 30 bucks to purchase. I mean, hell, I bought it. I paid that 30. Yep. So, so rich. my money went somewhere to somebody. I don't know who, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, that money went somewhere. So, you it know, it matter. You're rich, you know. So, and again, you know, with that movie coming out, I'm pretty sure that brought in new subscribers as well to Disney, Disney Plus. So, again, mm-hmm. we, we don't know the contracts. We, we don't, I don't know. We I do not. We do not. And honestly, you know what it's going to do, though? This going to any other ad in the MCU are going to go back and try to renegotiate this joint. Like, listen, 
bro, it ain't it ain't them because what's her face, the 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 um the woman from uh uh Cruella, she even spoke out about it. Oh, Emma Stone, yeah, yeah. Because remember, you know that was another premiere movie as well, which I think you know was thirty bucks. So you know, I guess something happened with her contract. I don't know, but even she's speaking out about the the money. So I don't. I don't know what Disney's doing with, with these contracts. I have no idea. But now, granted, I didn't pay to see Cruella, but you know that was also yeah. available for thirty bucks on Disney Plus. So, and I heard yeah. it was decent. I heard it was no, decent. Yeah, me, me and Queen's Ransom went to go see it, and it actually was really damn good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was damn good. So, I mean, E, you're right. This, this will now, if Disney is going to continue to release a movie on the streaming as well as the box office, if I'm the actor. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna call my lawyer and we're gonna renegotiate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. that's what we're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but I mean we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. HBO, you know, with Suicide Squad, they don't do the whole 30 bucks or whatever. They just release it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and there were already some actresses, actors, actresses directors whatever they were already complaining about hbo like yo what the fuck are you guys doing why are you are you going to release everything on hbo right in the theaters you know what i'm saying so that that was another controversy we weren't complaining worth the shit i know that much we well, get I mean, shit for free 99 more to come back kate kong versus zilla well, that's, suicide squad well, that's what i'm saying the profits aren't bigger now because i'm not i'm not going to the, the theater to watch it more than likely i'm not so, yeah. so if I'm an actor, and HBO's like, well, look, we're gonna release this stuff all on HBO, and we ain't charging extra. I'm like, whoa, w- wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Like, if I'm if I'm fucking Idris Alba or Margaret Robbie, I'm like, well, look, you know, I'm a big name. So, what does this mean for my money? I mean, we haven't heard anything come out yet, so they probably already been compensated already. I think well, they already worked the kinks out before. Well, they probably got the all the stuff front. got released. They probably got the upfront money, but yeah. the back, you know, but but the back end money e, is all about that back end. You know what I'm saying? Because it just Alba can probably he can probably command twenty million upfront, probably. Mm-hmm. Margaret Robbie, probably. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith, these these people can command demand that upfront money, but it's that back end money. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's all the back, money. back end. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, and the last bit of news for the day is about my boy Michael Keaton. So, according to Screen Rant, Michael Keaton says that the first scene of his Batman in Annie's Muschietti's The Flash is great and reminiscent to some degree of Tim Burton. Now, Michael Keaton revealed that he believes that the first shot of his Batman in The Flash will be immensely satisfying to fans of Tim Burton's 1989 film. Keaton originally played the role of Dark Knight in Burton's Batman opposite Jack Nicholson's Joker and reprised his role in 1992's Batman Returns. Keaton's portrayal is beloved and helped introduce a new generation to the character and comics. After months of rumors, it was finally confirmed in April that Keaton would be reprising his version of Batman for Andy, which he had his take on The Flash opposite Ezra Miller in an eponymous role and Ben Affleck's Batman as well as Sasha Cal's Supergirl. Now, The Flash will see Miller's Barry Allen attempt to travel back in time to prevent his mother's murder, 
leading to dire consequences for the timeline. The film will feature elements of the Flashpoint storyline from DC Comics, explaining why the Flash will encounter different versions of the familiar superheroes in the comics. Now, the events of the Flashpoint see Barry Allen waking up in a radically different timeline to his own, one where his mother never died, and in his new timeline, Bruce Wayne was killed instead of his parents, causing his father to become Batman and his mother to become the Joker. Now, speaking to Collider, Keaton revealed that slipping back into the role of Batman was weirdly and ironically easy and that he felt emotional in doing so. However, most interesting is that Keaton teased that the first shot of his version is great and in his opinion, both in terms of imagery and honoring Burton's original film, um, <clears throat> he said in a complete statement, uh, it was ironically easy, a little bit emotional, just a rush of memories. Without giving anything away, which I can't, basically the first shot, not of the entire movie, but let's say the introduction of Batman is so good that when we walked on and started talking about a couple of shots and the angles, I went, whoa, this is big. This is great. I can't even, I don't even mean for me. Just the imagery is great and reminiscent to some degree of Tim Burton. Now, in many ways, Burton's Batman and Keaton's portrayal of the character helped lay the groundwork for the modern superhero film. Understandably, there was a great deal of excitement around the actor's addition to The Flash. Um, Keaton is also super excited, pretty much like a kid in a candy store, when he donned the cowl again. Now, it was previously revealed that both Keaton's versions of Batmobile and Batcave would appear in the film. Still, it's good to hear that The Flash will pay suitable homage to 1989's film on the cinematic level as well. What you think, Dad? Thank you. Uh, well, I can only imagine how Michael Keaton felt. You know, it, he hasn't played the role in so long, but, you know, I know for for me, it, it'll be good to see him back in that 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 lane, because I'm a fan of Keaton. You're a fan of Keaton. We love yeah. Batman. Batman Returns. I mean, for for me, I can't speak for you or anybody, but for me, Michael Keaton is my Bruce Wayne. And you know, yes, that's okay. that's not going to change. So for me, plus they're you know they're bringing back the old Batcave and. The original Batmobile, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking fantastic. And Michael Keaton, you know, he's older now, but he's in, I mean, great shape, I, I would assume. I mean, he was in, he, he was the vulture in, in Spider-Man, you know, uh, the first one with uh, um, Homecoming or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he still seems to be in good shape, healthy. So I have no doubt whatever role or lane they put him in, whatever, I'm sure he will perform well up to expectation so i'm excited i'm excited. also I'm to excited. the listeners right now <clears throat> i'm gonna let you know batman 89 the comic is now out you can go check it out right now if you got comicsology download comicsology buy it. it's on a 3.99 I'm downloading the shit right now. I'm in waiting for this. It was released on August the 10th. All right. 24 pages. This is Michael Keaton's Batman in comic form, and it's a continuation of the story. You feel me? Batcave, Batmobile, all of that stuff. Batman 89 is officially out. 
as of August 10th. So if you haven't gotten it yet, yes, you, you need to get it. Uh, Junior Cell said, I wish Adam West had a little long enough to cameo in The Flash. Man, that would be so awesome to see. You know, the, well, number one, I agree. Um, he is the OG. OG, OG. Uh, he, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I've said this on the show. I, I, I hope that Michael Keaton being in this movie isn't the big point of this movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, The Flash, whatever happens outside of Keaton sucks. Like I don't, I don't want that to be the case. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want, I want the movie to be good, you know, but I don't want it to be good because of Michael Keaton. Honestly, because you're gonna have people like me and you, older, that are gonna watch this movie mainly because of Michael Keaton. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the choir because. We damn near gave up on DCEU once we found out that it wasn't going to push forward with any Snyderverse movies because the success of Snyder's uh, versus oh, the Snyderverse version of Justice League. So once we found that out, we were like, man, fuck everything else, which is partially the reason why people try to review Bond Kong versus Zilla. Don't know why. Don't know. But and The Flash. But the only reason I'm interested in The Flash is because Michael Keaton is in it. If he wasn't, eh, whatever. So I want the Flash to be good. But it's also going to beg another question. People might ask, can Michael Keaton have his own standalone Batman movie again? Can he still have it? Can Tim Burton direct this thing? You know, depending on how well this thing gets portrayed in the Flash, if we see this thing... Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean him, him as Bruce Wayne still... Crime fighting? Yeah. No. No. That. No. That, hear me out. Like. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's been too many years. E. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We seen Leia as the OG Leia in Rogue One, right? Carrie Fisher is age, right? God rest her soul. But we seen a young version of Leia. And we seen Leia when she passed away. I mean, let's be real. Like, movie magic is movie magic. It, it is what it is. But you CGI, go so many. Yeah, you, you go. You go. No, no, you go so many ways. Cause Keaton's still here, right? So if you see Batman in the Batmobile with the OG Batcave, and him just say he's fighting crime, and he looks damn good doing it, why are we not saying, hey? They can just have a standalone Batman movie. Maybe they had the first part where he's on his last leg of retirement and he finds Terry McGinnis, and that causes Batman Beyond. You get one. You get one coming from here. So it wouldn't be a solo Batman movie then. With, with, no, it, it wouldn't, with, with but movie. it would, in a sense, because you have you probably had the first part of the movie, him fighting crime or doing whatever. Then you know he's nearing retirement or whatever the case may be. You know, hell, throw in Selena Kyle in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Selena. Him being married to Selena. Selena. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because so because you, want, you want Michelle fight. <laughs> I did not say Michelle Pfeiffer. I didn't say Michelle Pfeiffer, dog. I did say it. <laughs> well, what the hell? What the hell? 
What the hell? Uh, uh, well, in that case, you might as well bring everybody back. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, Billy D. You might as well bring everybody back then. E. I mean, sure. Speak, speaking but, of which, but Nicholson's which, eighty years old. E. So I don't know how that that's going to work. Well, that Joker is dead, so there's no reason for him to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he fell off the freaking skyscraper. But okay, so here's a summary of the comic. Now, step back into the Gotham of Tim Burton's seminal classic Batman movies. Batman '89 brings Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh, be seats. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Batman 89 brings his screenwriter Sam Hamm and the artist Joe Kionis to pull on a number of threads left dangling by the prolific director. Gotham becomes torn into two as the citizens dressed as Batman and the Joker duke it out in the streets. As D.A. Harvey Dent, Billy D. Williams Harvey Dent, tries to keep the city together, he targets the one problem tearing it apart, Batman. And he'll get Bruce Wayne's help in taking down the Dark Knight. Interesting stuff right there. Interesting stuff. Now, uh, Juno says, I want Holly Berry back. I'm not joking. Oh, my gosh. Holly Berry. Oh, boy. You guys are something else. You guys are something else. <laughs> Y'all in rare form today. You got Brooklyn, Juno, <laughs> BCs. Y'all in rare form today, man. Did you know that Holly Berry said, look, it was a nice payday for me. She said that. She's like, it was a nice payday for me. I mean, stuck, but you know, she knew that. She she accepted the Razzie. She she accepted the Razzie. She know the movie sucked. She just she just accepted the paycheck. It's not her fault that that the screenwriters and the directors made the movie the way it did. She's just the actor in it. She just she just doing the words. She just playing the part. Who is who is who is she to say? Oh, no, nah, I'm not doing this movie. This story is terrible. Versus, hey, here's 15 million bucks. Make this terrible ass movie. Bet. Say less. I got you. And, and it's what? Like there was it nineties, early two thousands when that movie came out? I think it was like two thousand three, two thousand four, I wanna say. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean All right. Sure. Let's let's bring Holly Berry back. <laughs> if, if, if that's what you guys want, I mean Oh man, look. Okay, so when I watched the series of Crisis, the Infinite Earths Crisis on CW, mm-hmm. and it showed uh, Knox reading the newspaper, and it showed the back signal yeah. in Tim Burton's Gotham. Yeah, that was my only highlight of that series. Honestly, after that, I turned it off. I'm, I'm mean, not even. I'm not ashamed to say it. I mean, I, it wasn't terrible. Infinite Earths wasn't terrible, but I just. Uh, I mean, for what it was, I mean, it been yeah. the, the CW. You know, it, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, man. No, Crook will say, listen, that suit's still popping. Not you too, correctly. Oh, my gosh. What is happening, man? Bring back Eartha Kitt, B.C. She passed away, B.C. Can't bring back Eartha Kitt. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with y'all today, man? Uh, what is wrong with y'all today? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Oh. It's, the, it's the fucking right. place. If you I, listen, I, he can go back and t- okay. All right. If you haven't All right, are we you, done? Are we done <laughs> eat with the show? Are we done? Are we <laughs> hey, done? man, listen, this is the geek corner, man. It's, it's, are it's we, what we done? Do. 
I, I get it, but <laughs> I get it. Look, join the fan club. Join the fan club, y'all. <laughs> if you haven't already, join the fan club. Oh, man. <sighs> y'all, y'all crazy, man. Y'all, y'all in rare, rare form today. Rare form today. If have, have to be on stage, that was a hologram, B seats. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hologram. <laughs> you got to check a friend in barbershop. Now, hold on. You're too, going too damn far now. <laughs> <sighs> you got something else. Flash, man. Look, if y'all have never seen Flashpoint Paradox, um, the animated film, y'all need to go see that. That's actually pretty good. Um, that yes, it is true. Bruce Wayne, the one who got shot. Um, Thomas is the one who became Batman, and um, Martha was the one that became the Joker. And Thomas Wayne uses guns. He will torture you, and he will shoot you, this and he will kill you. This is true. This is not the Bruce Wayne Batman. This Batman kills you. That that's just what it is. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Um, I, I mean, obviously, they're going to keep things tight-lipped. And rightfully so, you know there there shouldn't be any leaks with Michael Keaton's ballot. I don't want to see it. I don't. I want to be surprised. I want to you know be odd. You know I don't want to read any leaks or any no, no. Because it'll, it'll so Michael Keaton, of course, he ain't gonna say a word. I don't think you'll hear or see anything about it because you know it should be tight lipped. It should. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, of course. <sighs> Man, but man it was, look, it, it's been a great show today, man. Um, I'm glad you guys was able to get your morning started with us. I'm, I'm so happy about that. Uh, we do appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Geek Corner and all the news and stuff like that. Now, like I said earlier, there is a fan club now. We got the Geek Corner fan club. All you have to do on this live show right now, all you have to do is click on the Orange Fist profile. Click on my profile. Uh, click on fan club, click join now. It gives you personalized emojis. It gives you your own uh, entry, visual effects, and unique member label, and you have priority on the call list as well. So hopefully you can join the fan club and hang out with it. So basically, you get amenities that regular listeners don't. So that's good stuff right there. And also, we'll be Twitch streaming tonight Super Empire Strikes Back for Super Nintendo. We beat Super Star Wars last night. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv forward slash and join our Facebook community page, group page, Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. All you have to do is type that in, ask to join, and yes, we will accept you, man. We talk all things geekdom in a very positive light. We have movie nights, we put up events, we also have sales going on. Um, next time there's a sale going off on T Public, I will be posting that so you guys can partake in that. Everywhere, everything is thirty. slash orange phoenix that's patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix um it's only five dollars a month to subscribe you are guaranteed a monthly issue guaranteed and if you miss all the past issues from 
I'm talking about the very first issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine. There is a $15 tier where you can actually look at all the magazines up to the current one. But if you want just the current one, just $5 a month, you can get the August edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine. And uh, BC's actually read through it. He said last <clears throat> the last issue was awesome. I am so happy. We had a lot of guest writers. We had some Geek Corner members, some listeners as writers as guest writers for the issue, man. I It was a good deal. Rachel Lowe. Rachel Lowe was oh, our guest shit. writer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, shit herself. Rachel Rachel Lowe uh, was one of our guest writers. Mad Max was one of our guest writers as well. Um, but he's actually a constant writer. Thanos Rick himself graced us with his writing prowess with his Black Widow review. Did he? Did okay. he? Yes, he did. Thanos Rick, yes he did. Okay, all right. All right. That got cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good stuff, man. That is good stuff. But yeah, um, tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time for tonight's Twitch stream of Super Empire Strikes Back. You got anything else for the listeners out there, Rick? Ah, ah, ah. hope you guys you know, enjoy your day. It's shit done. Be, be productive. Thursday. Almost the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you got to get done, get it done. Get it done. Do not forget, join the fan club. Click on the profile. Click on my profile. Join fan club. Get your own personalized shit. So, see you tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Peace. Peace.